Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Moose Media Podcast for the week. Ricky Dean along with Rick Burkett. As Rick joins me on the phone, as he does every week, as we talk about high school football in the southwest Alabama area, teams that we like to cover, teams from right here in our neck of the woods. And we're going to tell you about some teams that aren't playing this week to kick things off. The Flomerton Hurricanes, the T.R. Miller Tigers, and the W.S. Neal Blue Eagles, they all have a well-deserved midseason week off this week. Flomerton picked up a region win last Friday night as they took on XL, beat the XL Panthers by a score of 27-20. T.R. Miller won a Class 4A Region 1 game against Orange Beach by a score of 27-14. And the Neal Blue Eagles outscored Hillcrest Evergreen in Evergreen last Friday night by a score of 22-3. So, Rick, those three games are getting well-deserved breaks this week, kind of mid-season. They're going to take... Uh, kind of like a season halftime break on this Friday night. And uh, then they'll pick things up again next week as they continue region play uh, as teams. You know, the regions are kind of sorting themselves out now, and teams are moving toward uh, uh, getting playoff berths and stuff like that. Not quite there yet, but they're they're starting to sort themselves out a little bit. And, uh, and so those teams getting well-deserved well, hard for me to say, well-deserved breaks, but there are some good games coming up this week that we will be covering. That's right, and, uh, and of course, you and during the Friday, of course, we'll be covering that more game, too, uh, also this this Friday night, but yeah, XL and uh, Flomerton played a good game the other night. Uh, Flomerton uh, came away with, with, with the W uh, in, in, a, in a closely closely fought game all game long. XL's kind of had a, had a uh, Rough schedule this year, uh, also, and uh, Flomerton doing real well with their four one record. They they need they need a, a a weekend off before they start what will be a very tough schedule because they'll wind up playing Thomasville the net after their week off. Then WS Neal, which we'll be covering it, and in East Bruton on the radio for WBZR, and then then they they have to uh, they get uh, Mobile Christian. So uh, all these teams need could, could use that weekend off. Yeah, and it's coming, and and like I, you know, like we said, you know, not only is it a chance to just get a week off, but um, you know, you and I covered the Hillcrest Evergreen game last week. They got a couple of kids injured. Not sure about their status as far as even the remainder of the season. But in a hard hitting contest like what we witnessed the other night, it is a good good opportunity to kind of get. Uh, give some guys some uh, a break on the year and get some of the injuries healed up some of the bumps and bruises kind of get them healed up as they get ready to move uh, their way toward the, the the last five or so games of the season as uh, teams approach the playoffs yeah that's right and uh, all, all three teams I'm, I'm sure appreciate the uh, some teams don't but most teams do have a, a middle of the season break like that and they're looking forward to it well you know what i've seen a lot of schools do and i really kind of like the mid-season break better but i've seen some schools uh you know take that week off uh between like maybe the last scheduled game of the year where they could be playing right there they take that week off which gives you a two-week break between your last game and your first round playoff game and uh sometimes i think that that has 
an effect on you where it can kind of bog you down a little bit. Well, it can, it can uh, kind of break the continuity of, of your whole schedule, you know. And uh, But, I mean, some people think it's good. Some people think it's not. But I have noticed, like like you just said, so, some of the teams are, are taking their, their week off the last game. So, Well, as we get started with uh, teams that do have games this week, let's talk about J.F. Shields, the, the J.F. Shields Panthers. They they lost again, and, and it was unfortunate. You know, I was really hoping J.F. Shields was going to get a win when they went over to Fruitdale, but J.F. Shields comes up on the short end of the stick again against Fruitdale Fruitdale beats them twenty to twelve. Um, they it doesn't get any easier. We we talked about this off the air. Uh, JF Shields next has Georgiana, and that Georgiana we've seen them we've seen them play against uh, W S Neal. Georgiana's a good football team. Yeah, I, I'm as you did too. I thought that, uh, that they might pick up, and they almost did. I thought they might pick up their first uh, win against Fruitdale over in uh, Western Mobile County, but it turned out Fruitdale had not won either. They got their first one, but that Georgiana team, that's going to be tough for Jeff Shields because that Georgiana team, we saw them play against W.S. Neal to open the season down in East Bruton when we were broadcasting the game, and they gave Neal all Neal wanted, and they're a 1A school, and since then, they've, they have only giving up two touchdowns. In fact, they've shut out the last three opponents in a row, which include some pretty good football teams, Florida, Kinston, and Houston County. So uh, they, they have not given up uh, a touchdown now in almost a month. So it's going to be a tough one for J.F. Shields. This yeah, it'll, it'll be a tough one for J.F. Shields. I just don't know how they will, uh, they will handle uh, all of what Georgiana brings to the table. Let's now look at uh, Monroe Academy. Monroe Academy two and four on the year so far. Uh, they are one and two in AISA Class Three A Region One. This week, uh, the Volunteers take on Fort Dale Academy in a region game. That game will be played. Um, well, actually, I, d- I d- didn't even make a note. I'm not sure whether that's being played in Monroeville or, or whether they've got to go to uh, to Butler County and take on Fort Dale. But uh, the, the, I believe I believe it's at uh, it's at Monroe Academy. In Monroe. Okay, so Monroe Academy will be at home. So Fort Dale Academy's tough now. They're four and one, and uh, they're two and one in the region on the year, with their only loss being to undefeated Glenwood School up in Phoenix City. Glenwood, of course, we've seen them before back when we covered uh, Scambia Academy. Glenwood's always got a good football team, and so uh, um, you know. That being the only team that they've lost to, um, Monroe Academy's just got to strap it on. The Volunteers got to strap it on against Fort Dale and just uh, let the chips fall where they may. That's right. And Monroe Academy has shown some flat. They've won two games. They've shown that they can score points. It's just they they need a little help on the defense. And uh, and even though Fort Dale is four and one, uh, they've also shown the the that they sometimes give up too many points too. So. It could be a it could be a very good game. Of course, it will help them uh, playing it in, in you know in that in the in Monroe, which is a nice place to play football. Be a nice home game uh, from there at Monroe Academy. 
Big game going on this week right here in Monroe County. Uh, speaking of uh, Monroe County, the Battle of Mo- Monroe County takes place this week. It'll be 1-3 XL as they take on county rival J.U. Blackshear, the Bulldogs, this week in XL. XL lost to the Flamington Hurricanes this past week, 27-20, in a battle of... Uh, Alabama High School Athletic Association Class 3A Region 1 teams. J.U. Blackshear is 3-2. J.U. Blackshear jumped out of the box 3-0 on the year. They've lost their their first two region games that they've had. So they're now um, 1-2 in Class 2A Region 1. Uh, they've lost two close region ball games uh, since opening up 3-0. Blackshear lost to um, to Chickasaw 28-26 and then they lost to St. Luke's who was undefeated 12 to 8. So, you know, if you take Chickasaw, St. Luke's and JU Blackshear and put them all together right there, if you played each other like a series of games, you very well those those teams could come out uh, you know, could come out tied with each other, but the problem is, is you only play each other one time a se- season and so far St. Luke's is kind of the leading the region, and uh, they've beat the other two teams. So you're looking at St. Luke's, probably Chickasaw being in there next, and then J.U. Blackshear is uh, really in a fight for that third spot because in their region you've also got uh, Clark County over there. So so you've got some good teams that are all battling right there for those those top four slots to try to make it into the playoffs. Yeah, we we. J.U. Blackshear surprised us starting off 3-0, and and they, they did it pretty convincingly, too, and then took a really tough loss to Chickasaw uh, down in Mobile and, and the St. Luke's. And, uh, but they were both very close games, and I, we had them pick the beat to win both games. Uh, so this game against XL, of course, it, it is. It's a, it's, a, it, it's, it's a tough battle always, and uh, that, all the players know each other. Uh, kind of a lot of them grew up playing different sports against each other. So it, it's going to be an, an equally, I think they'll be equally matched this, this Friday night. So, uh, and, and, and that rivalry doesn't need any extra juice anyhow. It, it kind of speaks for itself. So it'll be a good game Friday night. Yeah, they'll be getting after each other for sure. And it'll be a big crowd on both sides. The folks from XL will uh, uh, turn out to cheer for their Panthers. And, of course, the folks from uh, – from URI will be headed over to uh, XL from from JU Blackshear, and they'll be wearing the purple and gold and cheering on the Bulldogs. That will be a big ball game here in Monroe County. As we continue looking at teams, Escambia Academy, they're struggling this year at 1-4 on the season. They will play in Hope Hall this Friday night. they got to go up and play Hooper Academy. The Cougars are averaging 25.4 points a game on offense, but they just get, you know, we talked about people needing to make defensive stops. You know, we've talked about this. The Cougars can score a little bit, Averaging almost, you know, 25 and a half points a game. But when you're giving up 38.8 points a game, uh, you know, Hooper Academy's 3-0 and on the year. They're coming off a heartbreaking loss to Crenshaw Christian Academy. That score was 34-32. So um, it could be a chance for uh, a Scambia Academy to, to pick up another win, but, uh, but it's going to be a tough contest up there against Hooper. Yeah, they. It's a game they can win, though. 
I mean, they, they can. I mean, they've got the offense to do it. Um, a lot of the, the losses they had this year and even last year, they would have the lead at halftime, even in the playoff game that you and I covered. Uh, it's just they seem to kind of fall apart a little bit, you know, after the half. So they can just get the adjustments done at halftime and sort of change what they're doing in the first half a little bit, kind of throws the team off. Uh, it sounds like I'm trying to coach them, doesn't it? But there's something happening there. That they're, they're not getting the adjustments made that they want to make or they're making the wrong adjustments because a lot of the points other teams are scoring against EA are coming in the second half. And I tell you what, just looking at Hooper, Hooper also gives up a lot of points. And, uh, uh, of course, I think a lot of that's just the – sort of the state of the, the, the sport these days, uh, giving up too many points. A lot of a lot of teams just like they just don't want to have to do what's necessary to make their defenses good, whether it's work hard enough or be tough enough or something. But uh but I like the good defenses and uh uh but anyhow this game I think either team could win. I would say this is a toss up. So best best of luck to the to the Scammy Academy Cougars. You know, if you look at it too, a lot of times when a team gives up more points than possibly they should in the second half you, you've also early in the year you, you've got to think about the possibility of it being uh, purely a conditioning issue you know maybe the kids aren't in as good a shape as they should be in because they you know you get in those second halves of these hot ball games and everything and you know the the games start especially the AISA games they start earlier than the than the Alabama High School Athletic Association games they start about a week earlier and so so when you're when you're talking about starting ball games in the middle of August, because you and I talked about you know opening night when we drove to go cover Neil on the radio, uh, I mean we drove all the way over there and it was a um, hundred and three degrees Fahrenheit in the truck as we were going, and that's that's tough temperatures to play to play football in. You know what I mean? And, and you know one thing that you and I noticed is later in the game. There was a lot of cramping going on, and three out of four of those cramping players were on the other side. And I won't name the team because we know Coach Hugh Fountain, and, and he's, he, he has his team in shape. And, you know, you bring up another interesting point, too. And we're not saying that EA's not in good shape. I, I don't think that's it. I just don't know. But I can tell you this. You can't hardly get in shape starting in August. It, nowadays, they, they have to start like the – a lot of the schools, Alabama started with the fourth quarter program. It's a year-round training thing. Uh, uh, Faith Academy uh, used to wear those shirts for their baseball team. Uh, and Coach Scott, 365 days a year, we don't have an off day. And that's the way a lot of sports are these days. But you don't have to be that go to that extent, I don't think. But you have to stay in shape year-round. If you just wait till August, and uh, and fall camp to start trying to get in shape. It 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 might be too late because the other team's been getting in shape, you know, the whole year round, or at least since school started back after the Christmas break. But I don't know that that's the problem with them. But that, but I, I know they're giving up too many points. It, it sounds like a you know something you know stating the obvious, Captain Obvious here. But you know you can't if you're scoring a lot of points and you're just you're one and four and it's you know, your offense is averaging 30-something points a game and you're 1-4, and four, then you've got defensive problems. There's no, no doubt about it. Well, our our WBZR FM 105.9 high school game of the week this week is we, you know, since we're off and uh, are not covering WS Neal because Neal's taking the week off, uh, 
our game is going to be uh, at our old alma mater, the Escambia County High School Blue Devils, as uh, they're celebrating homecoming this week at Herbert Barnes Stadium in Atmore. Uh, on Friday, the Blue Devils will be taking on Monroe County's Tigers. Coach Shannon Felder and his group will make the trip down from Monroeville. They'll uh, visit Atmore, and the Blue Devils are having a good year. They're 4-1 and one on the year, 2-1 and one in 4A Region 1, and uh, they defeated Wilcox Central this past week 41-20. to 20. Monroe County is 1-3, 0-3 in Class 3A Region 1, and uh, they were beaten by... You know, we've talked about Mobile Christian, so there's no need to hang their head because there's going to be a lot of teams lose to Mobile Christian. But they lost uh, this past Friday night by a score of 57-8 to to Mobile Christian. But uh, excited about getting the opportunity to go over and cover the Escambia County High School Blue Devils on homecoming week. And, of course, it'll be homecoming 2023 and all the um, the alums from uh, Escambia County High School, they'll be turning out to watch their uh, Blue Devils play, and, and they're going to get to see a really good Blue Devil football team. Yeah, it's not just... Last year, we saw an improved team, and they went 4-6 and six and, and started off the season 4-1 uh, uh, last year, I believe, but it's a different Blue Devil team this year. Last year, we could tell they had, had, had some good defensive players. A couple of them went on to play are playing college football right now. But this Blue Devil defense, uh, led by Michael French and, and some of the other players, there, they are a really good defense, and they've played really good football this year. Uh, and on top of that, the offense is putting up some pretty pretty gaudy numbers, averaging over 30 points a game, uh, uh, led by Jamarian Robinson, uh, their quarterback. And uh, they've got speed galore. I mean uh, – Tay Henderson uh, on the offense. Who that a lot of them play defense too. I mean, those boys can run. I mean, they they've got some of the the best team speed that we've covered. And uh, of course, it's always a pleasure and an honor to return to our stadium and uh, being old Blue Devils. And uh, and we we'll, we'll be pulling for them and broadcasting for them this uh, this Friday night. Yeah, that'll be a good. It'll be a good ball game, and uh, the Blue Devils are are looking to pick up their fifth win of the season, and uh, go five and one. Of course, uh, you know Monroe County is going to have something to say about that. So, Coach Shannon Felder and his bunch, they'll go down there, and I'm sure that they will be more than ready to play and take on the Blue Devils as they get set for the homecoming festivities down there. Now, for the ball game, you can join uh, myself and Rick as we uh, broadcast from the game. We'll We'll have all the exciting action on WBZR 105.9 FM in Atmore as uh, the Blue Devils uh, take on uh, Monroe County. Airtime for us will be at 6.30, and then the kickoff for the game will be at 7 o'clock. That'll be on Hot Country 105.9 FM WBZR Atmore. We'll be glad to have you and uh, and just hope you will will tune in if you're in the Atmore area and uh, and we'll, we'll listen to the broadcast and uh and just hey if you're at the game or whatever come by the press box up there and shout at us and uh let us know you're there and uh and we'll we we're glad to speak glad to see old friends right. when we go down there to atmore it might even call their name out on the radio never know <laughs> whether they want us to or not <laughs> 
But uh, anyway, that'll be you know. Some of them may not want us to. That's, that's right. That'll be it'll be a good night. It'll be a fun night. Now, uh, let me kind of shift gears real quick and tell you some about something else that Rick and I are doing. Uh, so so we've got. Let me tell you a little bit about the uh, the the podcast that we're doing. The the one that you're listening to right now. This podcast is available wherever you find podcasts. It's available on uh, Boom Play, Player FM, Samsung Podcast, Podchaser, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneIn, as well as everywhere else. It's even available now on YouTube, which is uh, pretty cool. So, but, but what we want you to do is, is we're going to shift gears and we're going to add a different dimension to our kind of... Um, podcast that we're doing we're going to do a college uh, football podcast and we're going to put it out and it'll be available all the same places but we're not going to co-mingle the two okay we're going to do a high school podcast for the local folks and then we're going to kind of venture out and get a little broader try to reach a little broader audience with with talking about some college football primarily those games in the southeastern conference so that's going to be coming up as well uh the podcast we're excited about it we're excited to kind of expand our reach and uh, we want you to be a part of that as as we we get that going uh like i say this week we've got this one for the high school games uh we're going to venture out we're going to put out another one in a day or two and uh, it will be covering the the southeastern conference games going on this week as uh, every school every school in the southeastern conference all 14 of them they play each other so there's going to be seven southeastern conference football games this week and we're going to talk a little bit about all of them and try to put out another podcast for just the southeastern conference just the college football this week we want you to be a part of it yeah it's going to be a uh, uh, uh a big weekend coming up. A lot of a lot of big games uh, coming up this weekend, including uh, our favorites, uh, University of Alabama and Auburn University. Uh, both have big games this weekend, so looking forward to that. So, with that being said, we're going to wrap things up for tonight, and uh, and I'm going to get this thing. Uh, put out where it needs to go i'm so thankful that you guys tuned in and listened to us tonight and uh, don't forget you can find the sports moose media podcast wherever uh, podcasts are available rick thank you so much for joining me buddy and uh, and i'll uh, holler back at you uh in a day or so and, and we'll record the uh the southeastern conference version of this and we'll uh, try to put another one out and uh, see how that works for us how about that All right, Ricky, I'm looking forward to it. Yes, sir. Thank you so much.